My best-selling program, The Pinterest Lab, is closing enrollment soon. Join now at teachmepinterest.com. Dive into The Pinterest Lab today and get your hands on my four-step no-fluff process where I will teach you how to drive traffic and generate leads using Pinterest. And the best part, my strategy takes less than an hour a week. Join the Pinterest lab before the doors close at teachmepinterest.com. Pinterest will help you 20X the traffic you're getting to your content, getting your hard work in front of the people you're busy creating it for. It will give your content a lifespan of months, even years compared to the mere minutes of other social media platforms. And Pinterest will get to work for you while you spend one hour a week setting it and forgetting it using my strategy. Get ready for results. Join me inside of the Pinterest lab at teachmepinterest.com before we close the doors. That's teachmepinterest.com, teachmepinterest.com. Here's the thing. When we can start to see a bigger vision for our life, we can start to honor it with small steps in that direction. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. What does it mean to reinvent yourself? Though you might be quick to assume that you have to scrap everything and start with a blank slate, I actually encourage you to pause and listen to this episode. Reinvention was actually the topic of the month on Growth Day recently, and I loved this topic so much that I wanted to share this coaching with you on the Gold Digger podcast. Growth Day, if you haven't heard of it, is this online platform that features live sessions from some of the most incredible voices in the personal development space. Brenda Burchard, Mel Robbins, Gloa Tonmo, Anthony Trucks, there are so many incredible leaders, live coaching every single month. And we speak on topics like confidence, relationships, focus, and productivity, and so much more. And since I genuinely love giving gold diggers a sneak peek at everything I'm working on, I got the thumbs up to share this live coaching session from the Growth Day platform with you today. So in this episode, we're covering the concept of reinvention, what it means, how to visualize and identify the new evolving version of you, and how to align your priorities to truly step into the reinvention version of yourself. If you want to check out Growth Day, we have a 14-day free trial, and you can check it out at growthday.com slash Jenna. That's growthday.com slash Jenna. All right, let's dive on in. I've been taking tons of walks with Baby Quinn lately, and it's always a great time for podcasts. Thankfully, I've got a ton of new shows to listen to from the HubSpot Podcast Network, just like My First Million, hosted by Sam Parr and Sean Purry. My First Million features famous guests, digs into how companies made their first million, and brainstorms new business ideas based on the hottest trends and opportunities in the marketplace. They've covered topics like why the next big social media network will be on the blockchain, companies of one that make millions, and three patterns for great business ideas. Listen to My First Million and all the HubSpot podcast network shows wherever you get your podcasts. 
So reinvention, man, what a big word. And when I found out that this was the topic for this month, I was just thinking, gosh, how many of us are in this life stage, in this phase, this season of life where we're wondering, what does it look like to reinvent? And more importantly, am I in need for one? And as I was preparing for today, I always just love to look up what is the definition. And reinvent literally means to change the way that you behave and the things that you do so that people think of you as a different person. And I love Merriam-Webster, but I also wanted to push back on that thought and to really challenge ourselves about what do we think about ourselves? It's not necessarily what do people think about us, but how can we think about ourselves in a different way? And I found this amazing article about reinvention by someone named Karen Merrick. And it says, here's the thing about reinvention. And I want for you to listen to this before we dive on in. Some believe that it is tossing out the old or your previous roles and experiences or even work identity and exchanging it for something completely new. But that simply is not true. And this is why this is good news. The best power of a reinvention lies in leveraging every single thing you have ever done. We're talking the good, the bad, the ugly, the successes, the failures. Reinvention literally taps into the very real and often underappreciated or unarticulated skills insights and expertise that you have gained along the way. So it's not necessarily about creating a whole new you. It's about leaning on everything that you've ever been through, everything that life has taught you and moving forward. And I recently shared this idea as a recent mother. Again, there's this whole theology around bouncing back for moms. I hate the terminology. Because once you become a mother or once you birth a child, there's really no going backwards, right? We want to focus on moving forwards. And so this topic is so on point with where I'm feeling in my life, where we don't necessarily have to discount or discredit or disassociate from everything that we've learned or been through. This is our opportunity and our invitation to use all of those things for good as we figure out who we want to become. So real quick, I was recently at this dinner. It was a little mastermind dinner. If you don't know what a mastermind is, it's basically just a meeting of minds where everyone comes together collectively to help each other out. And I have not been in many rooms like that in the past two years, as you can imagine. And so it really felt like just this beautiful experience to be seated around people who are passionate, excited about what they were doing. And I noticed this trend within the room that as we went around the room, everyone was introducing themselves and there was a lot of couples there, a lot of spouse pairs. And the men would generally start talking and they would share about all these things that they've done and and who they are and what they do and how they serve the world. And then at the very end, the women would kind of meekly add in like, oh, I just have this little side coaching thing or I just am like kind of like an influencer. And it was almost this like apologetic acknowledgement of their identity. And we had a little break while we were waiting for dinner to show up. And I was sitting at one of the tables and suddenly I kind of noticed all these women were around me. And one of them said, did you recognize that you were the only female who one spoke first, but who didn't shy away from sharing who you are and what you do? And I, I hadn't noticed that. 
But this topic today is so powerful because what I found is that so many of us are yearning for that purpose and we're finding ourselves in this place of like, am I happy right now? Am I content? Am I loving my life or am I faking to love it? And so I just think it's this beautiful reminder that like wherever you find yourself today, there is always this invitation for you to change the way you show up, but also to re-identify. So one of the things that I've been thinking about so much is a lot of times when we think about our identities or when we think about like how we want to reinvent ourselves, we almost become apologetic about it. But if we are really going through life as students, which I believe we all are, this invitation to change and grow and evolve should be something that we welcome with open arms. There are so many different versions of ourselves that we are always becoming, and it's our job as a human being to acknowledge our growth and to honor that evolution. It's almost like we can wake up and say, I honor who you're becoming, and I really like this version of you. I literally say that to myself some days. So one of the things that I think is really fascinating is this idea of identity foreclosure. So I had a guest on my podcast and we talked about this. And essentially what identity foreclosure is, is that a lot of times we stay in things too long that we know are not maybe the right fit or are no longer serving us because we feel like we've already invested time. Have you ever felt that way where maybe you started a degree and all of a sudden you realize, wait, this isn't what I wanted, but I'm already two years in and it would be a shame to throw that away. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you have this feeling that this relationship isn't the best fit for you, but that you need to move on and you're not necessarily honoring that intuition because you're worried that, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to start all over again, or I wasted so much time. Well, identity foreclosure is the exact reason why we hang on to things too long, whether it's genes from high school that no longer fit us or degrees that are no longer serving us or passions that maybe just have not grown with you as you've grown. And so identity foreclosure is something that we really need to evaluate in ourselves. And a lot of times identity foreclosure, in my opinion, is coupled with ego. So let me write this down. I think that our society is really focused and fixated on titles, accolades, and awards. It's things that honor our success, but it's only honored in a way that other people can understand. And so when we look at this concept of identity foreclosure and we couple it with ego, I think that those two things are kind of this natural disaster, the reason why we stay in things too long when we're genuinely yearning for a change. Now, I want to share something with you. So I have been an entrepreneur for 10 years. And in the last 10 years, I have done a lot of different things. So I was a wedding photographer. I was a Midwest wedding blogger. I was a watercolor artist. I had my own little print shop. I started this podcast. I became a public speaker. I created online courses. I did online coaching. I've hosted masterminds. I've done all of these things. And most recently, I added the title author to all of the different things I've done. Now, I have really struggled in times where there are these transitions happening and I cannot communicate exactly what I do or how I show up and how I serve the world. But someone recently asked me, they were like, how were you able to pivot so many different times and find success in so many different places in a 10-year time span? I mean, that's a lot of things that I've done. And the reality is, is that my identity is not found in my output. My identity is found in who I am. 
And when we as human beings connect on this human level, it invites us to change and evolve in a way that people will support you as you grow. There's this meme that I just love whenever I see it. And it's like, notice who is watching you and says like, I like this version of you too. Those are the people that you want in your life. And so when we think about this evolution and if we're in this season of like, I really want to reinvent myself, we need to let go of the ego of titles and things that will express our success. And we need to get back to what do our values tell us success will not just look like in our lives, but that success will feel like in our lives. So a few years ago, I was kind of in this healing process after two back-to-back miscarriages. And this incredible woman named Erin Trelor, she runs an account called Raw Beauty Talks on Instagram. She had reached out to me and she was like, I want to do some coaching with you. I've been through this before. I'm on the other side. And I, I just really want to be a voice in your life right now. And so I committed to getting on the phone with her once a week for six weeks. And let me tell you, I did not want to get on the phone with her. Literally every time my alarm would go off that it was time to get on the phone with her to talk about grief and processing and self-love and all of these things, everything in me, every instinct in me was like, skip the call, come up with an excuse, don't face it, run the other way. And during one of these calls, She had me do this exercise and it literally changed my life. And what I did was I literally sat down. I had one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly, and I was breathing. And she walked me through this visualization exercise. And it was like, Jenna, like visualize the most vibrant version of you. Like place your feet where her feet are standing. Place your fingers in those finger slots. Turn up the dial of your intuition. Like What are you wearing? Where are you? What do you see? What do you hear? And in that exercise, this was right after two losses, I had this vision, and I get teary every time I say it. I had this vision of a little girl eating pancakes and just like smiling and laughing. And I I didn't have a little girl, and it was just this dream. And also in this vision of my life, (laughs) I was wearing jeans and a white linen shirt. And let me tell you, as someone who has never gotten a single article of clothing dry cleaned in my entire life, I don't know why I had this vision of a linen shirt, but alas, the most vibrant version of me, the most alive version of me was showing up in these jeans and this linen shirt. And I remember after the phone call with her, I thought, you know, it's very interesting to me because this vision, this what I'm holding for myself, like what I imagine as the best version of me is nothing of what my life looks like today. Now, I can't go out and create a child, but I could go and make pancakes. I could slip on a pair of jeans and take off the yoga pants I've worn the last three days, and I could eat healthier. And I recognized that I wasn't in that moment of my life embodying any facet of the version that I was envisioning. Have you ever done that where if you were to close your eyes and think, what is the most vibrant, alive version of myself? What does that look like? Who is she? Who is he? What does that feel like? And if you recognize that what your day today looks like is nothing like that vision, It doesn't mean that you need to sell the house or put in the two weeks notice or do any of these really, really drastic things. But what if I could start with just a linen shirt? What if I could start with 
more whole foods, like that vision of myself? What if I could start with sitting at that table that I saw that little girl at giggling and imagine that for myself? And I recognize that a lot of times when we're in these seasons of identity shifting or changing, we aren't even doing anything to honor who we could become, even the smallest actions. Now, when I think about changing who we are, when I think about reinvention, a lot of times it feels so big, so grand. It's, it's like, where do we even begin? But what if we began really small with the things that we can start with? So after that visualization exercise, part of the vision was that I didn't see myself in the house that we were living in. We had lived in this wonderful house. It was a hundred years old. It was on the river. But when I bought that house, I had this vision of what my child's bedroom would be. And every single day I had to walk by this empty bedroom. And I realized this isn't the right house. Like I know that's such a big change, but I realized in my vision, I wasn't in that house anymore. And that day, I remember I was sitting on Zillow and how many of you scroll Zillow? I would way rather sit on Zillow than Instagram or Pinterest. I love looking at houses, but I was sitting on Zillow and I found this home back in my hometown, which was six hours from where we were living. And it started as a joke, but I had texted my family thread and said, maybe this is the future Kutcher craftsman. And my entire family starts texting back going nuts. Oh my God. Oh my God. Move home, move home. And I'll fill in more of the story later. It's actually in my book, but we ended up moving six months later. And the day after we moved, I found out I was pregnant with our daughter. And it was just such a beautiful reminder for us that like we can reinvent ourselves, but sometimes reinvention takes a lot of choice and decision. And it takes stepping into who we want to become before we feel ready, before we know what the next steps look like before we can see the full future unfolding. And so the first thing that I want for you to think about when it comes to reinvention is that I want for you to start seeing yourself outside of yourself. What is the vision? Like if you were watching a movie of your life and today you were living into the most full version of who you are, just think of that word vibrant and alive, and present, and healthy. If that was you, and you were watching this movie play out of your life, how would you cast yourself? Right now, are you the lead character in your life? Or are other people and their needs the lead character? And it's not just about casting yourself. I want for you to become the director of your life. Imagine you not only sitting in that director's chair, but playing the lead character and you are guiding the next steps in the story. Because a lot of times we find ourselves playing the lead character if we're lucky. I mean, honestly, I think most of the time we find ourselves being that background character that's running around or the staff member that's fetching everyone coffee or cookies. But imagine yourself being not only the lead character of your life, but the director of your life, calling the next shots, setting the vibe, giving the intention of what that scene is going to be. Now, the next part of this is reinventing yourself or your life starts with getting quiet. 
It's about getting quiet with yourselves enough, just like I did on that phone call, the one that I didn't want to get on, the one that changed my life, but getting quiet with ourselves in order to actually envision a new vision and really imagine what that identity will feel like beyond just what it will look like. That exercise was beautiful because I had this vision, but I also was embodying what it would feel like to live in that vision. I remember I started sitting up straighter. I remember I started breathing deeper. I sat with one hand on my heart and one hand on my belly, and I breathed into the spaces I had been avoiding for too long. And so how can you create enough quiet time with yourself to not just ask yourself, how am I, but how am I really? That's what the title of my book is. And the reason why I chose that title is because I feel like so often in life, we are asking one another, how are you? And we're not actually waiting for a response. We're looking for the good, busy, and fine, but fine is not enough anymore. Fine is not fulfilling. Living a fine life at this stage of the game is almost like just saying you've surrendered to where life is taking you and that you're not going to take the initiative any further. But have you ever sat down, not just with someone else, but with yourself and said, how are you really? And leaned in and felt safe enough, quiet enough, still enough to answer that question. Now, the thing is, is that I think we're often afraid to do that because we are worried what is going to come up right? We suppress, we shove down, we ignore, we fill every minute with something else so that we don't actually have to get quiet with ourselves. But I invite you to let everything come to the surface, to invite in this vision that you want for your life. Because here's the thing, when we can start to see a bigger vision for our life, we can start to honor it with small steps in that direction. Remember when I said all of the different things that I've done in my career? Guess what? I never quit one before I started the other. If we talk about this idea of side hustling, I have been a side hustler by trade for the last decade. Every time I have a new idea, I just start it, but I don't abandon my past self. And I think what happens is, is that reinvention feels so scary, so big, because we almost imagine this chasm, this line in the sand that says, you cannot be who you were, and you need to become this new person overnight. And in reality, I just don't think that is possible. So what if you made this new version of you your side hustle? What if for an hour a day, you started to embody that version of yourself? What if for 20 minutes, you got quiet with yourself enough to imagine how you could start to show up in this new way? What if you started to establish this one new routine each day that would help you move forward in that direction? All right, 2022, slow your roll. Q1, it flew by and it was such a different season for my business. I was on maternity leave. I announced my first book, How Are You Really? And my team and I kept the business running through another winter of uncertainty. How are you feeling after the start of the year? Are you ready to take on Q2 and really put your head down on strategies and systems for growth this year? 
Well, HubSpot is here to help you with an easy to use CRM platform that aligns your business and delivers a seamless experience for your customers. Other CRMs can be cobbled together, but HubSpot is carefully crafted in-house for businesses just like yours. Its purpose-built suite of operations, sales, and marketing tools work together seamlessly so that you and your team can focus on what really matters, your customers. With features like team email, you can turn incoming emails into tickets or send them straight into your shared inbox so no more questions can slip through the cracks. You can even take your business to go with the HubSpot mobile app. Learn how to grow better by connecting your people, your customers, and your business at HubSpot.com. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted Superhost several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think, Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I recently was learning all about time management. I love efficiency, not because I want to work more or work harder, but because I want to work smarter so that I can live more. And there is this example when I was learning about this guy who every day when he brewed his cup of coffee, he had a little notepad and his goal was to become a writer. And so for the three minutes it took for his Keurig coffee to come into his cup, he would sit there and he would write. And I thought, man, what a beautiful way to just create a practice around a practice. And so if you can think about how you can start to transition in smaller ways, making it your side hustle, I believe that you can start to see the benefits of reinventing yourself without feeling like you need to have a funeral for your former self while you are becoming. I always think of that Taylor Swift song where it's like, the old Taylor cannot come to the phone now. She's dead. And I feel like, you know, I love that. I think that's beautiful. But for most of us, it's not like we can just abandon one identity and step into the other one in a one day thing. We need to make small steps. We need to make small progress and take those actions forward. So we talk a lot about SMART goals. I mean, you have heard so many different leaders talk about SMART goals, but there's a reason. Because SMART goals help for you to measure your progress. And so I always think about when we are setting these massive goals, let's say when I decided I'm going to become an author, I'm going to add that to not just my bio, but to my work, to my life's work. I didn't just sit down and write the manuscript all in one day. Every single night after I would put Coco to bed before Drew had finished making dinner, I would write. It was usually 20 minutes a day. It was before I had announced it to the world. It was before I had an agent. It was before I had a book deal. I made this decision that I'm going to do this work for me first, for myself first, 
And I'm going to prove to myself that I am invested in this new version of myself, that I am committed to moving forward to this for me and not for any external forces or for any validation. So what can we look at in terms of you changing or reinventing yourself and how can we start to create SMART goals? So if you don't remember, SMART goals are specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timely. Now Google it, it's everywhere, but how can we start to say, so let's say we decide that reinvention looks like living a healthier lifestyle. Could you make an appointment with someone? Could you start to walk every day? Could you do 10 squats while your coffee brews? Every time you went to the restroom, could you do five push-ups before you leave? Maybe not in the bathroom. That's kind of gross. Maybe outside of the bathroom. But what can you do in terms of SMART goals so that you can start to shift your identity? I think that a lot of times when we've gone through life and we've been through these massive identity changes, whether it's a change in relationship or a change in career or a health change, we start to identify very quickly with this new group of people. So for me, when I went through my losses and I started sharing about them publicly, I started to identify as a person who has experienced loss in that way. And I remember when I was finally pregnant with Coco, I was doing acupuncture one day and the woman who was doing my acupuncture was asking me, how are you doing? And I said, I'm really struggling with crossing over. And she said, what do you mean by that? And I said, for the last three years, I've identified with this one piece of me. This has been such a pivotal piece in my life. It has changed the way that I see the world. It has changed me. And I'm not giving myself permission to cross over as someone who is actually going to get to hold their baby in their arms. And I remember her saying, Jenna, like you can't hold on to this past self. Like you are ready to cross over. You need to give yourself permission to cross over. And I remember um, she stuck all the little needles in me and exited the room and somewhere over the rainbow came on and I was laying on the table. And I just remember like saying like, I, I have permission to change. I have permission to change how I see myself. I have permission to change how I present myself. I also have permission to acknowledge what I've been through, but not let that be a defining factor into who I am. And I think that that is why this idea of reinvention can be so hard for us because we've identified as one thing or we've leaned on this thing that we've been through, or this thing that we've become, or this thing that we've done for work for so long that the thought of crossing over feels impossible. Or it feels like we'll leave things behind it. It was almost as though I had survivor's guilt, and I don't know if anyone can relate to that, that I felt so guilty that I was able to cross over, that I was apologetic about it, and I wasn't giving myself permission. And so I want for you today as you hold these visions for yourself and your future, I want for you to begin with this permission for yourself to cross into a new identity, to welcome this next version of you, this one that is constantly becoming, but not only becoming, like you have already become in your life so many times that you are not what has happened to you. You are more than that. You are not what you have experienced. You are not a title or a nameplate on your door. And reinvention becomes this experience for you 
that not only gives yourself permission to change, but when you do that, you honor that permission and you give that permission for other people to change. And it it can be the most life-giving thing you have ever experienced. So I love this story because this is how the tactical paces come into play. So we've talked about smart goals. We've talked about habit stacking in a way that allows you to create this new version of yourself as your side hustle, right? We can incorporate who we are becoming into who we already are without abandoning one, without forgetting what we've been through, the lessons we've been taught. So a few years ago, I was actually in Puerto Rico with Brendan and we were on his rooftop and we were sipping champagne. And one of our friends had brought along this photographer and this photographer came up to me on the side, kind of pulled me aside. And he said, I want to know how you got out of this. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, I want to know how you stopped becoming the person documenting the life and became the person living this life. And I thought, wow, what a fascinating question. Then I also thought he's not going to like this response very much. There wasn't this secret equation. There wasn't this formula that I could give him or this answer to shift your identity, to change your title or to change your career. But here's what I told him. I said, you've got to establish an enough point in your life. If you truly want change, you've got to figure out what is the enough point in your life, whether it's work or relationship or boundaries that you will allow in that will still continue to serve you while you create space and time to become the next iteration of yourself. What this looks like for me, I was at the height of my career as a wedding photographer and I was totally burnt out. And I told Drew, I said, I don't care if I make six figures ever again in my entire life. I was happier when I made $50,000 a year and worked less. I will gladly exchange that extra money and go back to living and eating ramen noodles if I have to in order to have my life back. And what happened and what I didn't recognize was is that for the first time in my life, time was more important than money. But something even more beautiful happened in that exchange. I booked enough work to hit my enough point to cover our bills, to pay the rent, to afford groceries, and I freed up my time again. And the most incredible thing happened when I gave myself time and margin in blank space. The first thing was, is I was able to get quiet with myself for the first time in a long time. I stopped running. I stopped working around the clock and I was quiet enough to say, what do I want to do next? Here's a life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which 
adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit. Whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night, or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality, and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. The second thing happened is that I was able to pursue other things, which became what I am now known for. If I had never said, screw it, I don't want six figures, I want life and I want time, I would have never had the time to devote to this version of me, the version of me that you see and hear today. So when we are talking about this new identity, when we are talking about this side hustle, maybe you're thinking, I am so busy right now. There is no way that I can add another thing to my life or learn a new skill or become this new version of myself. I want for you to really look at what is your enough point? Where can you draw boundaries in your life to free up your most important and non-renewable resource, which is your time? Because time is what is going to be required of you when we look at how we can re-identify who you are, but also learn the new skills or the new embodiment or the new energy or the new persona that you must take on to shift not just how other people look at you, but how you look at yourself. Every single time in my life that I have gone through a transformation, Time has been the number one thing that has helped me to shift. So I want for you to start to look at what is the minimum, like what is the bare minimum of things I can do? If you want to shift your career, how can you start to create boundaries where you can cover your needs? If you think of Maslow's hierarchy, you're covering those needs so that you feel safe, but you are freeing up time to become. How can you create pockets? And trust me, as a mom of two, I know how precious pockets of time are where you can get quiet with yourself enough to check in on you. If there are any parents listening, I know how precious. Have you ever come back like from the grocery store and you're just, you're in a quiet car for like five minutes and you just find yourself sitting in the car before you like enter the chaos of life again. Like that is where I pick up my pockets of time is like if I'm running an errand and I'm like, oh wait, it's quiet. Let's take this. And don't fill it with scrolling your phone. Fill it with really asking yourself those questions. So I want us to revisit what we talked about at the top. Reinvention is not about scrapping who you are. You are beautiful. You have a purpose. You are uniquely you. You are divinely appointed. You have gifts that this world can really, really grow from. And this reinvention of you, this yearning, this intuition, these gut feelings are your guardian angels. They are guiding you to this next version of you. Do not shy away from this invitation to grow. Do not ignore the phone call that is inviting you to change. Do not fill every spare minute of your time with shoving down these emotions or these feelings or these questions that you're asking. But instead, start to envision this next version of you, not only as the director, 
but as the lead actor or actress in your own life and find time every single day to embody that. Whether it's putting the jeans on, finding that white linen shirt that does not require ironing, stepping into that self. I want for you to imagine your fingers in those finger slots and your feet on the ground. And I want for you to step into your future days knowing that you are not just you as this version, but that you are always becoming. Growth Day, it was so amazing being with you today. I can actually hear the baby crying in the other room. So I might sign off just a minute early, but I want to just say thank you for letting me be a part of this community. Thank you for inviting me to be a role model and a leader on this. And just like you, I am constantly reinventing myself and I cannot wait to see what our future versions of ourselves look like. You probably heard it in my voice, but it's undeniable that there's so much more emotion when you're showing up live and coaching into people's lives and seeing their faces as you speak to them. And this episode was very emotional for me. It was actually recorded on my first day back from maternity leave. I could hear the baby crying in the other room, and it was this beautiful juxtaposition of this current reinvention of myself as a working mom of two. And so I really hope that you enjoyed this coaching session. I have genuinely loved being on Growth Day Live every single month, something I swore I would never do. And if you want to see what Growth Day is all about and listen in on more of these conversations covering personal development topics, try it out for free for 14 days at growthday.com slash Jenna. We have Mel Robbins, Glow Atanmo, Brendan Burchard, Jamie Kern Lima, and so many other incredible teachers waiting for you. Again, that's growthday.com slash Jenna. Thank you so so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system too. So what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for next level mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic today. Visit justthrivehealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's justthrivehealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.